Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. That's so much work to do. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do the intro in a little bit, and then we'll just go straight to the bullshit. All right. Wait, we haven't been going to the bullshit? I'm confused. No, not yet. Not yet. Not oh, officially. I'm yeah. sorry. This is all, so this this is all part of the pre-show. Yeah, this is a pre-show. bullshit. Okay. Yeah. If Tyler feels like he can use any of this, he'll, he'll clip it and edit it. Shit, in, I'm but... tagged on something on Twitter. But... Oh, no. Yeah, probably this. Probably this. Retweet and like, retweet and like, retweet and like. Retweet and like. Retweet and like, retweet and like, retweet and like. Retweet and like, retweet and like, retweet and like. Welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. This is episode 44. And I'm your host, uh, Nick. That's what that's what they call me on the show, by the way. Uh, Tyler couldn't say my name, and then that stuck, and so that's what I am now. Um, so you can't say nickel. Well, I mean, he figured it out eventually, but then it stuck <laughs> because we were like six episodes in. So he's just like, "All right, well, this is what you are now." So I'm like, "All right, cool." Um, Tyler isn't here today. Yes, yes, Ryan. I just want to refer to you as first name Nick, last name Hill. Is that okay? That's what I used to do, actually, when I was younger, because <laughs> I thought that was cool. And I'm like, yeah, I'm Nick with a Hill, baby. You yeah. know, and you can... Oh, my oh. God. Get... Yeah, I was... Can I, I was make you get out? You so it looks like, yeah, it looks like Ryan and I are going to take over the show after <laughs> that fucking joke. Jesus Christ. Um, so Tyler's on vacation. He's off enjoying his time. And he left me with complete control of this uh, episode. And I had no idea what to do. I was busy. And I ran into Ryan and my friend here, Eric. And Ryan is also my friend sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, so just a little bit about them before we continue. Uh, I met them both at Guardian Con. Um, Ryan's a little headass. Uh, but, uh, you know, he showed me around. Uh, made sure that I had a good time. And so I'm thankful for that. And then I ran into Eric in the last day before I left uh, Tampa. And... Um, um, he also showed me around, showed me a good time too, just a little bit. Uh, we went through some frustrating times on that trip. Um, yeah. Um, and Eric has also been very uh, helpful with me becoming an affiliate in my streaming stuff, so I'm very appreciative of that too. And uh, I'm excited today. To help that. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> hey, I gave you hair tips once, right? That counts. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't know how much that would have helped Eric, but. Um, yeah. Hey, I mean, you know what? He could have. I, I can't help him with beards, you know, yeah. like that's that's your specialty, dude. Like, come on. People are you, know, you, just, me crap. you just grow it. You don't you don't shave, don't trim, you just grow it out. That's really the only tip. As far as I can tell, you're supposed to put oil in it, but uh I don't know what kind or where you get it. I use vegetable. Well you need to have some vegetable. <laughs> hey man, I'll natural. All right, so uh oh, we just want to start with um <laughs> vegan. Um listen, I hope hopefully my sister doesn't listen to that. I'm sorry. Um, didn't, <laughs> they didn't mean that. Is she vegan? Um, she is vegan. Yeah. So she like corn cobs. Um, sure. If she's a picky vegan, that's the worst thing too. <laughs> so she, she eats just, nothing. She doesn't like salads. <laughs> no, pretty much. <laughs> um, Oxygen. Why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, Ryan? Why don't you go first? Beauty before um, you know oh. us. I mean, what? I don't. Yes. Okay. Uh, hi, my name is Ryan. That's it. That's it. Ryan, no, uh, what do you do, Ryan? <laughs> Just kidding. I uh, currently I am a manager at Target, and it's a lot of fun because I get to close the building down all the time, which basically means that at a certain point, I get to have my way with the store, and uh, that's pretty fun. And then outside of that, I stream. I do that, I think, a little bit here, right? And then um, 
as far as other things to do, I just do those and work out, okay, Nikhil? And eat a lot. And uh, I live a pretty simple life. I think that about sums it up. Okay, I don't believe that you eat a lot, but... Um, Correction, uh, I need to eat a lot. You need to <laughs> eat a lot, yes. He's got to run around in the shower to get wet. Uh... <laughs> Just recently moved to, uh, well, first off, my name's Eric, and they keep calling me that. My actual name is Brian. They're they're welcome to use that at any time. But apparently, Eric has become my, my nom de plume moving forward. Um, I just moved to the Virginia area from Tampa, which is where, again, Nikel and Ryan and I first met uh, at GuardianCon in the Tampa area. Uh, just moved to Virginia, looking for work right now, do a lot of streaming um, as much as I can. Uh, in the streaming, I'm a variety streamer. I'm also a mental health advocate dealing with that so I, I consider and i hate to use the term but my stream is a safe place for people to come and talk you know if they have concerns issues anything like that as much of a smart ass as i may be you know i still want people to feel comfortable if they if they need a place to go or talk or anything like that so yeah eric's uh eric's a bit of a smart ass but i made some friends um in in your oh, community yeah. um and you know i made friends and with uh, this entire community in general yeah he's and, actually uh, got a shrine to one of my mods yeah no 100 percent um um she is my queen she is my leader and i will do anything for her but uh beyond that uh thank you very much for joining us today guys um uh, this is gonna be a fun episode thank you. yeah thank you for having me yeah um how's uh how's everybody's week been so far as the weekend kind of simmers down it's been quiet i've been you know like i said with me working or looking for work right now i've been putting out resumes i put like five to ten out a day i'm finding out that you know 15 years as a financial advisor really makes me overqualified to work at a lot of places is what right. i'm hearing from a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh you want to stock shelves i don't think so oh man and and, and I, I would imagine that's an issue when you just want to find work yeah, just work. And that, that, Brian, that wasn't a dig, I promise. But I, I like applied for a merchandising position at Lowe's and they were like, no, we, we can't hire you. I was like, you're fucking kidding me, right? No, I was right. saying, oh my God, because they're screwing up. Dang it. Right. I, I appreciate that. I'd be the best shelf Mad stocker about known it, dude. man. Dude, I would let you stock my sheets. Wait. I, I'm that, sure you would not. let me stock whatever I wanted. <laughs> I don't think you could stop me. I can run fast, okay. Long and jump over not... more things than you, sir. Look, as long as it's downhill, I've got a shot. <laughs> gravity, gravity is my friend. <laughs> oh my, oh my. So what about you? How's your weekend, Ryan? Dude, it's been uh at at work it was uh not the best, but not the worst. It was uh definitely I basically like choked on a few couple of days at work, you know, like, you know, I was, I was coming in for that W and then I just screwed up my, my strategy to get it. And, uh, so I had some rough days at work, but I did some hopping today at the gym, which was great. Nice. And, uh, finally picked up division two. So Ooh. like, that's been making me happy. Um, I still suck and I'm like level seven, right. but I love did how you, much there is to do. Did you learn anything from the, the L's at work? uh yes because that's the most important thing yeah taking an l is not a horrible thing if you learn from it true half of them were that i should sleep more okay like yeah that those are the, i was like you know what i just would have been happier if i slept okay, okay. That's all been. the other fix. part yeah the other part was you know always go with a smart plan but make sure you know how the person that wrote the plan you know what they were thinking when they did it because otherwise you're just gonna have a, a map or to if it. they were thinking at all fair fair <laughs> So sleeping more means stop, you know, show guesting or guest showing on people's podcasts so you can get sleep. 
Yeah, this one guy, Nick, <laughs> he asked me to be on there and he like gave me this desperate plea and I was like, you know what, all right, I guess. What a piece fine. of shit, especially when uh, you know that you're going through a hard time and I know. you just you let you do your own thing. <laughs> I can't, the, the, the balls in some people today, you know? It's, um, oh, man. Speaking I've been of sick. you, Nick, though, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, how have you yeah. been? I've been sick. Um, school's been uh, school's been interesting, so um, I've been complaining about this for weeks now, but I'll um, enlighten uh, the two of you. Um uh, so one of my projects, somebody backed out. That meant I had to do a lot of the work. Um, mm-hmm. And that coupled with my other projects meant that I've been up um, pretty late most nights. And almost all nighters when you're sick don't lead for very good days. Um, but I've been doing that now for about two or three weeks. Somehow I fought through it. I'm feeling a lot better. Um, and I'm moving soon. But Actually, I haven't started packing. Um, back home. No, I'm not going back home. <laughs> uh, I'm just moving down the street, I think, about... Six blocks south, I think that's a particular uh, reason or um, mice. Mice, um, okay. Yeah, mice. So we've been dealing with mice since November, um, but management hasn't done anything about it, and we've just decided that was enough. Uh, the final straw, I think, was when my roommate was trying to take a dump, and he saw a couple of mice run across the, the floor in front of him. He's like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna move," and I said, "That sounds like a good idea." Those um, are brave mice. <laughs> they they give no fucks. They've now infested every single one of the ball uh, of the walls. So okay. sleeping sleeping's a bit of a challenge when all you can hear is like them chewing away from the inside. Um and so then they started um calling me. Management started calling me and they're like, "Okay, we're oh, going to start you mice." <laughs> <laughs> they're sentient too, dude. You better get out quick. <laughs> They were like, can you leave some stuff out for us tonight? <laughs> We've got eight days left. We've got eight days and we'll survive. Um, no, management started calling me. They're like, oh, we're going to start showing the place. I'm like, all right. Uh, so you're going to start showing the place with the mice, right? They're like, wait, mice? What mice? They're still they're still there. I'm like, yeah, dude, none of the holes have been patched up. You only have one um, maintenance guy for, I think the company owns 10 buildings in the greater Vancouver area. You've got one maintenance guy. None of the holes have been patched up. They're in the walls. They're shitting all over my kitchen. They're shitting underneath my, you know, all over the bathroom. And you're still going to show the place? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, you know, I, 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 just, I just don't know what to do with pieces of shit. So, um that's that's pretty much been my week just dealing with school i launched a website and a video that i've been working hard on um and speaking of that i'm going to be uh pulling a few all-nighters again to finish up our second video but beyond that i'm tired i really am here's the thing though with the mice in the walls isn't that like free asmr without the tits pretty much yeah yeah no it's great yeah it helps me go to sleep i i don't even have to like have my music playing now at night (laughs) i can just i just have to listen to the mice chewing away Um, yeah, oh every, every four hours he gets that phone call hey put some cheese out yeah yeah in before out. in before the mice start complaining about the uh twitch thoughts stealing their viewers exactly <laughs> i was gonna make a steal their cheese joke but uh <laughs> viewer viewers and thoughts is much better it's true, um, it's true it's true so so we already mentioned division two lightly um, so and and Eric and I know I've been watching you play some of that, Ryan. You just picked that up uh, the other day. So before we talk about Division Two, uh, what else have you guys been playing? Ryan, Overwatch and Apex. I fucking hate Overwatch, but I've been having fun with it again. Sometimes you just gotta go into quick play and swing a hammer. All right. Are we still talking about Overwatch? Yes. So, and some, no? We're just we're just talking about a big sweaty German man in a suit of armor swinging hammers at little people. I've watched that movie before. <laughs> Listen, it's a classic. Okay. 
It's a classic. It's a classic. That was different, but. So how are you doing in Apex? What level are you up to now? Me? Are you mean yeah. like the battle pass, sure. dude? Yeah. yeah. Like, are you doing battle pass first off? Oh man, dude. No, 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 okay. no. How come? I wanted to play division first. So I was like, I'm that's fair. Gonna, you know what I mean? But I'm, I'll probably do it eventually, but I was not compelled to. Okay. Uh, based on the rewards. I think okay. that yeah. EA Black and Respawn. Well, yeah, I think it, uh, it's just, I don't know if it was lackluster or just Epic has been a jerk and built everyone's expectations really high. Yeah, I could see that. What about uh, Overwatch? Are you out of cardboard yet? Uh, I am out of cardboard and into recyclable <laughs> cardboard. cardboard. Nice. Okay. I yeah. just got that. <laughs> I'm like, cardboard? What the fuck is he talking about? I'm like, oh, yeah. Out of cardboard, into yeah. recyclable materials, and uh, on my way to bronze one day. But, nice. Uh, yes. No, I actually just, I got above plat like by like 25 points. And then nice. I played a game, like two games, <laughs> lost in one or something like that. And then I just like, I'm like, you know what? 25 over plat is good for me. So I'll put quit while you're ahead. Yeah, I'll buy division two, like, <laughs> not playing for the rest of the season, hey, just to leave in plat. You know what? Hey, if your season high is in plat, your season high is in plat, dude. There you go. So, there you go. All I'm saying, man. So uh, yeah, with, um, with Apex, I, I didn't want to get the battle pass until I'm done with school. Uh, or at least almost done. I finished around yeah. the 14th with most of my deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, uh, I would agree with Narayan, it did seem lackluster, but I'm not particularly upset about it because mm-hmm. the game just only just came out and they're trying to figure out their place um, amongst all the other BRs that offer a similar system. Um, but um, beyond that, I've just been playing Destiny because I'm 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 a degenerate and I hate myself and I want to keep playing the same games over and over again, no matter how bad they are. Um, yeah, I can empathize mostly because I play a lot of seven days to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I do play a lot of seven days. Tonight. I've, got, <laughs> I've, I've almost hit my 4,000 hours in the game. Oh yeah. Um, and it's, it's one of those things. It's like, it's a double-edged sword. I enjoy playing it because the game itself is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but the development team is a bunch of imbeciles. So, I mean, it's, it's just that thing where I spend a lot of time, play it, support the game, enjoy the community, enjoy the people that I play the game with, but the game, the people that run the damn game, Jesus Christ. But aside from that, it's been a little bit of RimWorld, but a lot of Division 2 as well, as soon as that came out. So Right. Uh, I think um, we share a uh, love for RimWorld. I just don't play it often because it's one of those games where I have to um, take about six months of a gap. And then I'll play it nonstop for about three weeks and then take another six months break and then play it again nonstop for three weeks. Um, you might want to check out some of the mods. I mean, if you haven't done it yet, because the mods actually make the game a lot fresher and newer and a lot of the flexibility that they offer in the mods makes it a much more enjoyable process to repeat. So even though you've been playing it very repeat or if you've been playing it repeatedly, the mods definitely breathe a lot of new life into it. And it's got one of the biggest workshop communities on Steam right now. Right. What's your favorite mod? Uh, Favorite mod that I've got is one called uh, EDB Prepare Carefully, which allows you to edit any of your pawns to whatever you want them to be. So if you want to play really hardcore and make them all sorts of fucked up, you can do that. Or you can make it really easy and fix a lot of their issues too. So you don't have like psychopaths killing the dog day three. Right, right. Um, Are there any like story driven mods? Yeah, there's quite a few. There's actually one mod that's actually hooked into the API for Twitch that allows your community to dictate the next things that are going to happen. 
yeah so it'll be like good neutral bad or like a weather effect or a settler effect or something like that and your your stream can actually dictate what's going to happen Ooh, that sounds like um a good incentive for uh bits and donations well i mean if you're that kind of person but otherwise that just sounds like a good old like interactive time oh yeah it definitely um, it, it lets you see who in your stream actually likes you <laughs> and then find out that it's none of them. <laughs> well, by, I was going to say, by like, you mean who wants to see you fail repeatedly over and oh, over yeah. again and just make it the hardest possible fucking time for you. Oh, yeah. Painfully repeatedly. You know, right. there, there's definitely a market for that type of viewership. So uh... Yeah, I think yeah. we've all seen getting over it. And if there could be a way to like pull things away from you as your hammer was swinging, yeah, I think I think he could have made that a wonderful thing if it was involved with the community. Right, so <laughs> um, Division 2. Uh, yeah. Both of you have been playing it. Um, yep, I'm yeah. going to be picking it up in a few weeks. Um, again, once school simmers down. Um, uh, Brian, how much time do you have on Division 2? Like uh, 10 hours? 40, no, like, oh, Ryan or Brian? Yeah, Brian. Uh, you definitely said Brian, dude. And yeah. you got a Brian and a Ryan. So, uh, right. Okay, just tell me, just, either of I'm you, just, just tell me how many times. Uh, what was the question again, dude? How many hours? How much time? Ryan? How many hours? I would put it at four and a half. To five, maybe five and a half. Okay, so enough to form like a um, solid first impression. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would put it there. Yeah, good solid first impression. Um, have you, um, have you played Division One? Yeah. 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 And did you play like, that a was, lot? It was uh, not as much as I played Destiny One, but like at least you know sixty percent same. Right. No, fifty percent. Percent. But still a lot. I I didn't touch the franchise until um, uh, the Division Two beta. Actually, um, mm. I got access to the private beta, um, and I thought it was—it was an interesting game. It made me—it reminded me of um, very much of Assassin's Creed, um, at least the later Assassin's Creed, in the sense of kind of like open-world exploration style. You can go around, discover this area, do these things. Mm. Uh, the gunplay was standard it wasn't anything super exciting i think it was the abilities and the um yeah. the uh combinations of the gear um but what are your first impressions so far with division two compared to division one um i mean it's basically like just an exceptionally polished version of it um and like division one was a great game in like one point what is it eight i think like that's when right. it like finally hit its like climax if you will yeah. And uh, the, but the road until then was long and, and bumpy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, there were a lot of potholes and they were very deep. But um, so I would say like Division One at its core was still like had the solid replay loop or whatever that like made you want to grind it out and play the game if you were already into it and play with buds. But um, Division Two has like everything that it, Division 1 would have actually needed for people to play it past the 30-day mark for people getting into the series, if that right. makes sense. Like people right. that bought into Division 1 but weren't sure were disappointed because of how it was. But whereas like, you know, hardcore fans are hardcore fans for a reason. Because I mean, they, they did everything right, finally. Now they, they've had yep. the entire first series to see what all their screw-ups were. Mm -hmm. And now they've seen the screw-ups and they've they've basically implemented everything to fix those screw-ups yeah. except for the one like major issue that's going on right now which is the one-shot build uh the one-shot sniper build in pvp that mm -hmm. we're expecting to see a lot of uh, some form of adjustment for that in the next week or two yeah but yeah and like that's kind of the what is it 
like the one shot build is only shooty because it's in PvP too. Yeah. So that's right. even like less against the uh, the whole the thing, game yeah. itself, right? Because yeah. it's it's by and large a PvE game. Mm -hmm. so. Right, and it's not like issues with uh, service games like this um, at launch aren't uncommon. No, uh, but for the most part of all the uh, of all the things I've heard, there's just been a few like annoying bugs, uh, the one shot uh, kill build, um, and a few other things, but not as bad in comparison to something as uh, uh, what was the game called where you uh, with Bioware Anthem. <laughs> um, Anthem had a pretty troubled uh, launch. I couldn't even remember the name of the fucking game. Um, with all their uh, loot in the first week and adjusting it one way, then readjusting it back the other way, and yeah. Yeah, and, and then early access, and then promising a day one patch that didn't come on day one, but came during the early access day one, but didn't come on the end, then the launch time. Anyways, um, mm -hmm. Brian, mm -hmm. how was your experience with Division 2 so far? Division 2 so far is is very much what Ryan's saying. I'm a little further along in the game than he is. I'm actually in Endgame World Tier 4 already. Um, but I've got probably about 45 hours in. Um, say a little benefits. bit. A little bit. It's one of those benefits <laughs> of being unemployed. I can spend time playing video games when I'm not sending out resumes. Um, but yeah, very much like what I was saying is the fact that they learned from their first iteration and learned what was not working and what did work. Um, I expect there to be a lot of, like we were talking about just briefly, the one-shot build in the PvP. I expected something like that because in, in games like this, you're never going to have every possibility with your beta testers because you've got maybe 50 beta testers and then you release the game to, you know, a million people, 500,000 people, somebody's going to find something to break. And that was what they did. They finally found the thing to break, which was the one-shot build. Um, and just other little bugs, like some of the skins that you get don't actually work on the clothes, don't actually work on the guns. But it's it's smooth. The gameplay is good. The gunplay is good. It sounds amazing. It looks phenomenal. It, it's a great game. It's a, it's a phenomenal game for, for what it is right now. And I can't really think of too many things... Like there's nothing in it right now that would make me stop playing. So, right, and and the interesting thing about the Division Two in, uh, is, there, I think it's the first sequel to a big live action game that's actually gone off without a hitch at launch for the most part. Correct. Yeah, servers right. were good. Stability was up. People were able to match make. They were able to play with their friends. The ability that you know, I can honestly say I made it from level one to world tier four with maybe two or three disconnects in the whole time is is you know not a horrible thing and the fact that it, it worked that smoothly and that well is huge and again it's it's taking into the fact that all these things they learned in the first one because there were delta errors left and right delta is the the standard code for disconnect right. in the game and it'll boot you off the game you got to restart the game um so because of that yeah there weren't a lot of those at all in this one versus the first one and i played tons of the first one too right when it came out right yeah like um again anthem uh destiny 2 um i think those are at least the two biggest ones in recent memory that atlas that haven't had great yeah. uh launches right off the bat um and and i feel like a part of the industry has allowed that to become the norm where girls uh girls where girls <laughs> Free uh, and slip. Nikel's having some people, issues. people know what's on my mind now uh where games uh games launch as full 60 dollar games um but are essentially still early access titles. Yeah. And that's become like an acceptable standard in the industry. And I don't like it. And to see the Division 2 do, do so well off launch with minimal bugs and maybe like one game breaking thing is 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 really good, actually. Yeah, it's, it's very, very relieving to see that the game 
industry is not going to, at least the whole of the game industry is hopefully going to take this as an indicator that no, we do have to step up our game. We do have to put out a finished product. We do have to have at that $60 price point, a full on game. It's not like they released this on steam three years before it was ready with early access. This was the full on game. So, right. And, um, there are some, um, and I don't fully understand what the, um, discussions are around this topic, but a lot of people are unhappy that Division 2 is exclusively on the Epic Games launcher. Uh, what what launcher do you guys use to play the game? Uplay. Uplay. Uplay? Um, I've never yep. used Uplay. Oh, no, I, I use it for the beta. Um, I did not like Uplay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dislike Uplay, but I don't like Epic. I'm not going to arbitrarily give a company money just because they want to claim that they're going to do nothing but exclusives because they've proven they proven right here with this one that it's not an exclusive because you can get it on Uplay and you can get it on Epic. And then there was another game that recently was coming out, um, Other Worlds? Outer I think, Worlds. Outer Worlds, yes. Outer yeah, Worlds yeah. is now on uh, Epic and it's been taken away from Steam. Um, like, I don't agree with that. That's one forcing people to use a system that they may not enjoy or may not be comfortable with just to generate income. And I just can't get behind that. So if given the opportunity of using either the games base launcher, which again, Ubisoft and the division versus any other company and Epic, I'm going to use the, the base company's launcher. I yeah. I, uh, what's up? I was just going to add there. I, I just didn't know it was on Epic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, well, that was a big well issue a few months well ago informed. because um, Epic allows uh, developers and publishers to keep a bigger cut. Yeah. Um, uh, so, which is why I think a lot of indie devs are pushing for Epic releases because I think mm -hmm. they keep twelve percent. Uh, they only take twelve percent compared to Steam that takes eighteen 30. or twenty percent. Thirty? I thought it was like a lot. It no, a lot it's 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 a substantial amount I'm compared. Throwing out yeah. numbers right now, but I'll Google it. Don't worry. <laughs> That's fine. No, we we like to throw out random facts here. We we don't really actually depict accurate news. Um, so um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the games and IRL stuff. And so what we do with the show here is uh, we have two segments: a modular segment and a topic of the show. Um, modular segment: we do a bunch of things. Uh, this week we have a little bit more of a, a fun topic. Otherwise, we usually do. Um, I think uh, sometimes we'll do news if there's. Uh, uh, a lot of things on. that have happened, something pretty big going on, yeah. And that's been moved to the topic of the show this week. Um, so this week's modular segment is, if you could turn any single-player game into a multiplayer game, what would you pick? What would be the fun, uh, like, what would be the pros and cons of that happening? Um, I would say Fallout, but we saw how bad they fucked that up already. <laughs> uh, we've, um, we've had a lot of discussions over Bethesda and Fallout 76. Um, needless to say, um, nobody that's been on the show ever has enjoyed um has has any love left for bethesda or fallout hey i still love bethesda because they're making another elder scrolls yeah there is that that isn't skyrim or a mobile I, game or mobile I, skyrim i think that's the only um <laughs> the, the last uh saving last link grace. that people have last saving grace that people have yeah. for uh, bethesda mm -hmm. um but no what what single player game do you guys think would make a good multiplayer game we'll start with you ryan what do you think Dude, I just want a Jack and Daxter one. Hey, like, a, like a true Jack and Daxter. I don't know, maybe MMO. Like, who cares, dude? But I just want to be in that universe again, okay? I Ryan, like I didn't I didn't know you were a Jack and Daxter fan. Deep down inside, yes. yes. I started with Crash Bandicoot and uh, <sighs> Jack Daxter, yes. Spyro, dude. Are you two going to need a minute? Maybe a room or something? 
Sir, you know me. I only need five to ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikkel's over here breathing heavy already. Make it um, three! <laughs> um, no, I grew up on uh, Crash Bandicoot, Jack and Daxter 2. Like, I played the Oof. shit out of Jack and Daxter 2. I like 2. that you said Jack and Daxter 2, specifically. Yeah, because because I, by the time I, I started playing those games, I couldn't, I couldn't find the first game. Yeah, I think, oh, okay, I thought you meant Jack and Daxter as well. I didn't no, know no, you meant no, the no. second Two, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two, two. Um, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't find the first game, um, and they were only selling pirated copies uh, for my PlayStation Two, and I refused to get the little like optic reader put in. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just wasn't down with that life. I was like, no, I'm fucking paying full price for these games, and also my parents weren't willing to do that because it would ruin my studies. It did anyways, regardless. So jokes on them. <laughs> and here you um, are, sleep deprived. In your studies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit, mom and dad were right. <laughs> but uh, but a Jack and Daxter uh, MMO, what would that uh, what would that look like? Uh, uh, are we no. talking about uh, the Lost Frontier kind of like post era or? Actually, you know what? No, not an MMO. Screw that. I want it to be like a co-op, like a true two-player co-op. Does that count? It's multiplayer, more than one person. So yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, dude, um, I'm winning here. I mean, Where maybe could... maybe there's an online team deathmatch mode. Who knows? Let's just throw that in there for fun. Who would you play as uh, as a second player? Would you play as Daxter? Well, I mean, you could, right? There's there's the potential for that. But I feel like half of Daxter's thing is like being witty. So I mean, like I don't know if you want to put witty in the power of the hands of the users. They might be boring. So well, I mean, with the Lost Frontier, they they made uh, they gave Daxter dark ego powers. So. You could play at him during some stages of the game, but not all the time. I mean, um, it's, you know, it's 2019. It's not a bad time to introduce a female lead. You know, you could you could have that happen. All right, I mean, that's Ryan with the hot take. <laughs> I'm just I'm just spitballing ideas, dude. It's not a hot take. But I'll uh, take a female one. lead that's not the love interest of the male lead. That would be. I mean, she could be, dude. She does whatever oh, she wants. That would. That, she could do whatever she wants. Oh, that would be. <laughs> be too progressive you can't do that hey you're right dude we gotta scale it back um she needs to be in a castle and she needs to be saved come on well yeah that that's just written in law that's that's just facts bro it's just science um no but but actually i think a a co-op uh jagged daxter would be really really cool i don't know who would be the characters but like that universe is ripe for it. I I agree. I miss that universe. I miss the the story that they built, and I'm just waiting for more. But then they mm-hmm. didn't do any more with it because I think Naughty it was Naughty Dog, right? They moved on to other things. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Brian. Gonna, uh, apart from movie. Fallout, no. What's up, Brian? <laughs> apart from Fallout. I was just gonna make a joke about they moved on to having more crunch. It was Naughty Dog. Oh. <laughs> I thought I made bad jokes. I'm, <laughs> I'm out, dude. Looks like I've got to carry the way to be in the funny one. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, dude, thank you. Well, I mean, half of it was timing, but we're already past that. Now we yeah. explain the joke. So uh, on to Brian's segment. On to Brian's segment. Um, there are lots of games. Like, I'm older than you guys, so there's a lot of single-player games back in the day that would be, like, amazing multiplayer in my mind. But one that uh, a lot of, like, people I think would like to see would be a zelda game multiplayer where Mm. you're still in hyrule but you're not playing link you still have a a base goal like a zelda mmo 
I think would be a phenomenal look, especially with how much lore and how much background there is to Hyrule right now and how many different stories they've shown. I think just the, the lore and the background, it, it's sad that there's not a, a multiplayer style game for that, in my opinion. So Tyler is a, is a very big Zelda fan. Um, and so all I'm going to take away from what you just proposed is all I'm hearing is a a Legend of Zelda Battle Royale set in the Are you trying to get kicked off your own podcast? No, that's, that's perfect, dude, because then you could just sell all of the different characters as skins. Yeah, there you go. I can play mm-hmm. Evil Link as a skin. Yeah, every single one of those people you're mentioning in lore, those are like, you know, little loot box ones that you got to get their full set. Oh, that's and there you go, Ryan. It's not even the full set, or it's not even the full skin. It's piece by piece. Oh, so yeah. you could have like Zelda's head on Link's body with an Octorok's legs. Mm, yeah, I think it might ruin the immersion, but it's probably profitable. So let's do it. Exactly. I mean, we might be able to get EA to do this if Nintendo will sign off on the rights. <laughs> um. I but, think but, I'm never going to be invited oh back on this show. Yeah, uh, that's, that's the, yeah, or any I, Nintendo I'm show. I'm going to get fired matter. too. Um, <laughs> but but no, but a Zelda like MMO. Uh, I think like okay, like let's imagine that it's actually being worked on. I think the the world that they created in Breath of the Wild is big enough for that. Yeah. Would yeah. Um, so I can imagine it happening there. Um, and then, well, like any, I, I, I mean, I'm, and I apologize for interrupting, no, but I'm just saying, like any of the worlds that if you add them all together and just assume the entirety of the land of Hyrule, is how big that world could be. Even if you took the base world from the original Zelda game and turned that into a 3D, you know, top-down third-person type game or even first-person type game, like imagine how big that could be. Each one right. of the squares that you traveled to was its own zone. Because, of course, they had to minimalize it and make it much more manageable for an 8-bit system. But with what we have available now, imagine how much bigger they could make that. And the way they could make things look with the graphics of the different enemies and the bosses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think there's... Um, that honestly sounds like a very good idea. Um, Hashtag trademarked, I want my cut, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess the, I guess the um, only biggest issue would be figuring out where it would fit in the story if they wanted to make it canon um not ganon but we'd have to figure out what yeah. his role would be too um it would probably be like maybe i would imagine this would be similar to like how elder scrolls online is like you have like this kind of like backstory that's going on but you can kind of do whatever you want and then you can go to all these different places that they've always that they've shown in all the other games kind of like world of warcraft i mean there's an overarching story that maybe ganon has his armies and you can play on the ganon side and you can also play on the the Hyrule side where you're actually working for the princess and the same similar idea of having two separate factions so at least you got the pvp in there as well but i i really think that like that ability would be would be really good but yeah having the skyrim idea or the eso idea as well would be phenomenal right um as for my like suggestion i i always thought of basically what you said but with pokemon and and have you not played Pokemon Go? Fuck Pokemon Go. We're all Go. in the game. <laughs> fuck Pokemon Go. We um, are the game, Nikhil. But we realistically, we actually used to in like the first twenty or thirty episodes, we used to spend the first ten minutes just talking about Pokemon Go, and we can't do that anymore. We're forbidden. It's 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 written in law. Um, the state of Washington passed a law actually because I felt like that was a good halfway between me and Tyler or Virginia. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't even know where I live anymore. 
Um, but yeah, no, like a like a uh, a Pokemon MMO where you know, again, like World of Warcraft style, you're just roaming around, chilling. You know, you can do whatever you want. You can farm with your animals. So like RuneScape meets already in like World of Warcraft, right? Like you can catch pets. Yeah, but it's World of Warcraft. I don't like World of Warcraft. <laughs> he wants his I Pokemon. I don't. I want. <laughs> I want my Pikachu. <laughs> now come here. Let me catch you. You're gonna watch that movie, aren't you? Mm, I'm. I. I honestly, I don't You're know how not. I feel about the movie. I. I will watch it, but I don't know how I feel about it. I never said I wouldn't, Ryan. I'm just giving him a hard time. Back off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Like Pikachu looks too fuzzy for me. Ooh, I like fuzzy Pikachu. Well, of course he's electric. It's static. Sh it's static electricity. No, no, and, and, I, and I get that. But then looking There's at a man like, with a messy hair, dude, dude, you gotta get no, fuzz. I was gonna say, I know you're not talking to me. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you look at like the games and like the official artwork from um, you know the original designers and stuff, Pikachu doesn't look fuzzy. And while I understand that with physics and stuff, it's it makes sense. It just doesn't look like what I thought it would look. And well, so I'm just gonna maybe to maybe the it. earlier artists were just bad. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, if Ash was actually giving Pikachu a hug and he didn't have hair and he was just like this one slick yellow orb, he would slide right out of his arms when he hugged him. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm saying that they're going to be smooth, but even like short-haired dogs, they look a little. They they look like they have a little bit of a shiny coat, but they're not like smooth, right? From like a distance, you know. How far away um, are you looking? Do you at not Pikachu? shampoo and condition your dogs, man? Like, why do they I know. not have? I don't have hair? a dog. Oh well, maybe do that's you your not... first problem. Yeah. I think you need to catch one of these mice and shampoo and condition the mouse. And then we'll be able to like see what the code is. Hey, don't you have a new line like. around? <laughs> no, we've we've had to clean up a few of the dead ones because of the traps. Uh, they're just reach in the wall and grab a live one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank God they're fucking mice and not rats. That would be another whole other oh, issue we got out of here a while yeah. ago. And I don't That's think it works Pikachu. for testing it as a Pikachu. Like, so you no, can... no, because Pikachu's a mouse, right? So yes, Yeah. Um, lucky you. <laughs> lucky me, dude. I'm so thankful. All right. We've got uh, the only so... in the podcast going on. I'm petting my cat. Oh, kitty. How, how long have you had your cat now? Uh, she's about 14, and I've had her for about 11 years. She doesn't, she doesn't look like she's 14. Oh, she's old as hell. She's old and cranky and a bitch. Oh, okay. Like, she literally waits till I go to the bathroom. Like, the litter box is in the bathroom, and she literally waits till I go to the bathroom to go in there and use the litter box, and mean mugs me the entire time she takes a shit. <laughs> like, just evil eyes me while she's pooping. She's like, yep, you have to sit in here and smell this. I, I didn't know you were still living with your ex-wife. Yeah, no, both of them. <laughs> both of them at the same time. <laughs> They in the same litter a, box? Yeah, they each have one of my testicles on their keychain. You should maybe give them litter box for one for each of them. No, I like to watch them fight. Ah, okay. Well, you know, whatever, whatever gets the job done. Still gotta uh, smell it either way. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so moving on to the topic of the show, <laughs> GDCs. GDCs happened this uh, this past week. We. Um, GDC is the Games Developer Conference. Um, it happened. I it was games done you? casually. Sorry. Games mm -hmm. done casually. That's and you're on casual master quest, so that's what we do here. We, um, it was in San Francisco. Ryan, you're close to San Francisco, or are yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not in San Francisco proper, but I am close to it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Also, oh, did you crash any of the events, Ryan? No, I did not go. It is. Uh, I wish I could have, but 
most of the events that I would have been capable of crashing were in the evening, and I was closing. Working. Yeah. yeah. No, gotcha. yeah. Sometimes you just gotta do do the thing, Sometimes and you then do, do, you know, two thousand GDC two thousand twenty or GDC twenty twenty has a lot lot better of a sound to it. So. Mm-hmm. Everything's happening in twenty twenty. So the biggest announcement from GDC is Google Stadia. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, so Google Stadia, just really quickly, so we cover that is a um, uh, basically it's a plugin to your Chrome browser from any Chrome enabled device, uh, where you can play any kind of AAA title because it's streamed off a server that has that does all the processing, all the graphics for you. Um, Isn't that and- similar to the the Shadow thing or whatever is going on right now, where you can rent um, a cloud based gaming computer? For like twenty bucks a month, Shadow Blade or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. It's a similar it's, service. Okay. Similar, similar service. Except here, they don't have the raw power and capital that Google has. Of course, yeah. Um, and and so they promise that it is the future of gaming and it's going to make things accessible. Um, what what are you guys' thoughts on that? Early on, at least. I'm big on privacy and sharing my information and data. And I think the idea of opening something like that up, especially with all the things that you're hearing about Facebook and you're also the things you're hearing about all the different companies that have gotten information from Facebook and things like that. I'm just not a fan of putting myself out there like that where you can see everything on my system potentially with this. I I just think there's Mm -hmm. too much, there's too much availability with what the terms and conditions could be potentially for what they're gonna have access to. I'm just, I'm not a fan of, of giving that much up. Right. Um, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I, I thought so much about the privacy, albeit I, I pretty much echo everyone's sentiment there, but I would say what my first thoughts went to was just kind of the, the appeal to gamers and then who this would actually be if, like something that people want to get into, right? Because it, it, it's obviously going to be accessible, but will it will people actually buy in? And I think like the cool things to be reading or, or that I've read so far is like a lot of people that have an interest towards FPS you know, obviously you're going to have like, I think problems with it because of latency issues uh, on your input. And like, I think that that's one thing, but it really does seem that assuming that they don't completely like drop the ball in terms of like privacy and protections, because I do think like what Eric is mentioning, like that is going to be the biggest uh, barrier to entry, especially if you're trying to draw in people that don't have gaming rigs, but want a game kind of a deal. Um, right. So I guess it, it'll be interesting to see how those two groups play out and like where where it all settles once once it's actually available. Right. So so it supposedly launches uh, this year in the U.S., U.K., Europe, and Canada. We don't, um, or at least I haven't found any sources for how much it's going to cost um, and what sort of titles are going to be available at launch. But they have mentioned uh, Doom Eternal, and I think they mentioned an Assassin's Creed title, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey. Um, my my issue with this on a technical side is really the the latency issue that you mentioned, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, I I as I'm not I'm not a hardcore gamer, but I've played enough uh, FPSs um, where even in PVE games, PVE focused games, having input lag is annoying, and not mm-hmm. and having anything under uh, <laughs> anything under sixty FPS is is not feasible for me. Like I I can't stand stand for that anymore so for doing something like this technically having all of that input lag and have having to constantly worry about the, those fps drops i don't know how viable it would be 
but it also would depend on the price. I mean, even even at a, a cost-effective price. So I think the Shadow Blade thing, like we were talking about briefly, to give this same idea, is mm -hmm. approximately twenty bucks a month. Because my friends have been trying to talk me into using it, because I was talking about getting a two PC setup for streaming, and they thought about you know seeing what the integration was like. But again, cost, regardless, it's still the idea of of the input lag and what you're talking about. It's going to limit the effectiveness of the platform on a competitive side. So the idea of having any sort of FPS on there and actually trying to transition that into a competitive FPS or to build a competitive league on that FPS or on that platform, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle from day one. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think that's really going to be another huge limiting factor. Even like they're saying here, uh, Marty Stratton revealed that the developer's upcoming first-person shooter, Doom Eternal, will run in 4K at 60 FPS on Stadia. Great. But then what's going to be the sort of delay lag? Because you've got to go, of course, from your controller to your TV to the server and then back to be able to see what's actually happening. And I, I just don't think that's going to be viable. Um, so, uh, I, I feel like this could have... This could be very useful in in certain niche kind of like gaming communities. I would imagine games such as um, I don't know, like retro games. I think if you're like uh, if, if if you were to have a library online that Google made accessible, filled with you know games all the way from eighty, you know, nineteen eighty to like you know the so early two thousand. So just a giant emulator that you, that you know is secure you don't have to worry about any kind of viruses nothing you pay maybe let's say 10 bucks and you can play any kind of like old school game um i feel like in that instance it would be interesting no i mean that's or... definitely an option but then also something like this if with what they've got behind them even a good example for games that i play would be seven days to die right now seven days to die is limited by the server side capacity of the game that, of the of the server that you're playing as to how many people you can get on there so the most we've ever had or the most I've ever had on a server was about 64 people. But that was a monster server that was running like, you know, dual processors, the whole nine yards. It was a monster server. So something like this could maybe boost games like that. Like maybe for Dead by Daylight, instead of having four players, maybe you can have eight players and two killers. And, it, you know, it gives different games like that more availability. But definitely, I don't think the FPS is going to be the main selling point for this game ryan get your feet off your desk dude i'm I, i'm just saying dude I'm, I'm i'm into the conversation now that's what the slouch means i promise ryan's just big chilling no no i i because I, I i'm just stewing up the next point dude which All is right, drop dude, that next point drop that next point that uh no i was just thinking about how like i agree with i think everything we talked about thus far it's the biggest thing is that where i think they're gonna knock it out of the park in terms of appeal to people is the connected gaming experience right mm -hmm. the the ability to be on my like setup maybe in my room and then i want to go out on the couch and hang out you know for whatever reason maybe like you know i've got fam out there or the roommate we're watching a movie but i want to play on my phone like i can just like go walk out there pull up my chrome browser and keep playing the game and so i think that uh in and of itself is gonna like likely draw the initial appeal because people want to know what that is like uh, so it'll be interesting to see like what if you have input latency, but then you swap from, you know, PC setup or whatever to yeah. uh, to a tablet out on the couch. Like how much is that going to drastically affect like your gameplay experience when it comes to controlling, you know, just the basics. Like that's that's what I'm really curious about. 
see, you also just brought up something that I didn't think about, but actually, like, gives me an idea of another huge selling point for them, potentially, is the idea of, you were talking about connectivity, not only with the individual uh, electronics that you have, mm. but let's let's assume that, like, Google were to have, like, Google Plus was still, like, an active thing. And mm. let's say you had a bunch of friends or a bunch of people that you knew on Google Plus like you did on Facebook. Let's say everybody's playing Farmville again or something along those lines. You've got like huge communities already existing on the platform mm -hmm. that you've already got in your Google circles, your Google email book or your email address book, all these things. So this might actually be a, a huge possibility to port into MMOs and things of that nature or just mm. massively player games where, you know, multiplayer games where all of you are playing Slingo or Bingo or rummy and it sounds silly because it's it's a small game but think about all those older people that are trying to play those games right now i mean i don't know if you guys are old enough to remember yahoo games but mm. there were hundreds of thousands of people on yahoo games at any given time playing everything from rummy to gin to you know poker all these different things mm. this might be the direction that they're going to go as well sure they're going to have that niche high-end audience that's trying to play doom but their money maker might be playing yeah. card games and selling backs to cards and they use that as their microtransactions to make money yeah because i mean that the the one thing is is that I'd, I'd bet a lot of people and you know varying depending on their age group but like the ones that you know are pretty fluent in using like mobile phones or tablets or yeah. anything like that uh but aren't necessarily consider themselves gamers but like to play let's just use the popular like candy crush you know on yeah. their phone and then maybe they'll play solitaire when they're at work and bored Right. Like the ability to play solitaire on the phone right, or, you know, by like the reverse, like Candy Crush on, you know, wherever, like from phone to tablet uh, to desktop like that is, I think, going to be another a part I hadn't thought about until you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, and for me, I think about if when I travel, um, I usually travel. If I go home, I go with my laptop and my laptop's about eight years old and never came with a graphics card. So I can't play anything. And also it's a it's a MacBook. So gaming is just out of the window with that. Um, so you just play so tic-tac-toe with yourself. Uh, I can't even get that done. No, uh, <laughs> oh don't even have the anti coordination for that. Uh, but no, like I, I just go home and there are, you know, because of jet lag and like homes like 12 mm. hours behind, like ahead, um, I'll be up at night and I won't be able to sleep, but I don't have my console with me. I don't have my desktop with me. And so having something where I can pop open Chrome and then fucking play Stardew Valley while I fall asleep or play a game of RimWorld while I fall asleep because all of this is happening elsewhere. I don't have to worry about performance from my laptop. I think for it, like aspects like that, um, I could see this being a very strong, I, I can't even say it's a competitor because I feel like with mm. the resources and, and capital that Google has, they would blow whatever, I can't remember, was it Shadow Blade? Did you say Shadow yeah. Blade, I, I'm... Yeah, just keep I talking. Think, I think Shadow yeah. is the uh, the product, and Blade Group is the company. Right. Yeah, and so I, I feel like uh, Google Stadia would Google would just knock it out of the park immediately if they're actually successful in this. Uh, what I think is a gimmick right now because the technology is just not there. And until that technology, it's like VR. Honestly, VR start and people still push hard for VR, but I do believe that VR is a gimmick because you just cannot create a. A universal experience for everybody, not in just in purely in terms of experiencing the game. Um, mm -hmm. There are there are more VR experiences that people get sick 
uh, physically sick as compared to like just regular games on a regular monitor. Yeah, and right. so uh, VR very much is a gimmick at like maybe amusement parks and it works well for that for in those situations, but not with gaming. And so I think that Google Stadia will knock it out of the park and establish its own place, but will not become the norm. Well, what do you think about, and I'm, I'm not sure, I think you guys are both anime in some capacity. What if we look at this as a transition into something like where virtual reality is the norm for everyone? Because now we've got a system that's going to be accessible by everybody, regardless of what your system is, and then have the ability to integrate virtual reality into it. And you're looking at something similar to like a sword art online, where you've got right. like that level across the board. Sure, if everybody has input lag or everybody has the same delay or they're able to you know uh whatchamacallit fine-tune it down so each so that one specific game or that one specific platform that they have doesn't have that issue are i mean what are your thoughts about them potentially using something like this to to get into something along those lines as i run over my headset <laughs> sorry uh well the the biggest issue also i think with vr is that it's not easily accessible um like the most accessible form of gaming um it would be a console or a handheld device of some sort. Well, right? I know, but what I'm saying is, what if that was integrated into this? Let's say six months down the line, they say with every Stadia account you get, you get a VR headset. Oh. Mm. Oh. And then you can buy adapters for plugging into the different types of phones, tablets, yeah. or other devices. Oh. I mean, that's the idea that I'm looking at, the fact that you basically just put a platform worldwide that everybody, if you have a PC, which I think the statistics are there's like 5% of homes that do not have personal computers of some capacity or smartphones or whatever it is. But now you've given everybody in the world the ability to get on one platform and then integrate something like virtual reality to be able to interact with people even more so than you do now. I mean, that might be something that they're looking at doing down the line. And if they haven't, again, hashtag, I want my cut. <laughs> I can guarantee you that the first game that they will push hard would be Fortnite. Probably. And I would puke everywhere when I built. Oh my gosh, dude. But don't forget, I, I am the only pro Fortnite gamer that we have on this podcast. This is true. true. This is true. true. Uh, do you want to remind uh, do you want to remind us what you mean no. by pro Fortnite? No. <laughs> Hell no. But um, technicality say he's not wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. No, he has been on a stage and competed in a tournament, and that is all that shall be said. That's I all saw that a selfie proving it, yeah. I saw a selfie <laughs> proving it. I, I, I've got clips on my channel that prove I was in it, too. I'm in the background <laughs> skydiving down. That's too good. That's too good. You but I mean, pro. just the idea of something like that with, and you know, I keep using the example of the Sword Art Online, but that's like the main thing that I can think about where mm, they've got... Right a worldwide interconnectivity through a gaming system. I mean, imagine how awesome that would be. Like, Nikel, you just talked about the, the fact that your family is 12 hours different. Well, I right. mean, how nice would it be if you've got a cousin in, you know, at home, you've got you in Canada, maybe somebody working in Thailand, and all three of you decide one night to stay up later, get up early, and you're all deciding to play poker with each other. But you're actually sitting in the room with your own avatars as as yourselves sitting there bullshitting with family that maybe you don't get to talk to or see on a regular basis and just how how close knit or how much camaraderie that could bring to the table now that um in that specific case or not specific case but like i see the potential there um i don't know dude i just think it's amazing um really really does blow my mind sometimes because unlike most other and i think ryan you're in a similar boat as i am uh, like my sister is five years younger than me so she didn't grow up with dial-up 
So she hasn't Ooh. seen uh, the the internet change, <laughs> right? <laughs> she she didn't get yelled at for playing uh, for taking up the phone line while I was on RuneScape. Yeah. Um, uh, and so just seeing how much has changed in such a relatively short amount of time, uh, whereas for my sister, all of this is kind of like, oh, Whatever. yeah, it's just kind of like normal. I'm like, it's not fucking normal. It's it's you know we used to have wires connecting shit, um, mm-hmm. but only uh, wires. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we used to have four thousand is... dollar phone bills because we didn't realize the number we were dialing into was outside of our area code. <laughs> outside mm-hmm. of four thousand dollars? Don't ask. Jesus Christ! Um, I had to lie about that one a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so beyond the Stadia, uh, Google uh, announced that they have their own gaming controller mm-hmm. um, that looks very much like a cross between the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. And an Xbox controller and also PS4 controllers. It's just very kind of it's Google. generic. Yeah, it's it's they've mm-hmm. taken the best bits of everything and put Sex. it on one controller is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing to press in the top middle, and it makes me feel like a sticker needs to go there. Yeah, what but would I you mean... would you like a little Google symbol? Mm, no, not Google, but maybe maybe I was just expecting the little stadia button to be up top there because Xbox and well, maybe that's why they're trying to do it against it so now instead of having to reach up to the middle it's just right between the buttons I mean I still don't see myself accidentally hitting that middle button for whatever reason but it just it looks like it's the the best of all the all of them put together it's got the mm-hmm. little plug at the bottom for either your headset or maybe they're gonna do a plug-in keyboard like they did with the PlayStation and and uh, Xbox controllers um yeah i mean it just it looks like um, an amalgamation of all the best controller or all the best parts of a controller put together i don't think we have a price for the controller um but i would imagine it would retail at about what do controllers go for 69 50 60 yeah yeah Yeah. um and and the only other biggest announcement that um and this ties back to what we were just talking about was the uh there's a new oculus rift um Mm -hmm. that's going to be coming out um uh, it's going to launch uh, this spring for three ninety nine. dollars uh, It's called the Oculus Rift S. Um, have either of you ever used an Oculus Rift? No. I, uh, I, I don't know that I can with my glasses. I don't know how the, the VR actually works, if it can adjust to, a, to bad vision. But that's the main reason that I've been hesitant to do it, because I just don't know. They don't make it... They don't put out enough information for me to know without having to do a bunch of searching on my own to know whether I'm going to be able to actually see anything if I put that damn thing on. Yeah, um, I I don't know if I've used an Oculus Rift. I've used like a couple different VR headsets, but I I mixed up which ones were which because I didn't know the names originally. So I, it looks familiar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So generally VR usage, but not Oculus Rift specific. I I if I ever had the chance to get um, a VR headset, I would probably opt for uh, whatever works with the PlayStation. Because I really do want to give Beat Saber a go. Okay, Beat Saber, dude. Yeah, it Beat just... Saber. That's it because it, it just reminds me of um, um, what was the oh. Guitar Hero? Not no. fuck Star Wars. No, I didn't they say look that. like fucking. They look like fucking lightsabers. I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> you lost all your viewership <laughs> and your job. Yeah, dude, that's twice in one show, man. Uh, I'm on a roll today. Um, <laughs> it just looks fun. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, that's GDC in a nutshell, at least uh, stuff that's relevant for us. Um, and because neither of you are Tyler, Tyler has a habit of pulling me along on these strange, elaborate, 
very long, complicated stories. And we usually stretch this out to about two hours for whatever fucking reason. And that just became the norm. We tried twice to establish ourselves in this hour and a half podcast. We failed both those times and we've just given up. Um, <laughs> and so we usually we're about 30 minutes early uh, and we and we're hitting game releases. And so yeah. this is a this is a feels good because I've had a lot of fun. Um, but it's time to start telling people what they can expect in the coming week. Um, so let's see. We've <sighs> sorry, <laughs> I had to squeeze it in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> hey, that one's personal, all right. <laughs> um, so we've got we've got a lot coming out on the twenty sixth, actually. Um, well, I mean, oh, and, we, and, and I, was, I apologize, but I was going to say one thing okay. that I don't see up here that you guys might have talked about last month or last week when you talked about it is Sekiro just came out yesterday and everybody, like a lot of big streamers I've been seeing have been pushing Sekiro, which right. is the, the next game in the Souls series. Right. Um, and I was just going to throw out my little thing about game, Dark Souls games. I've bought every Dark Souls games on the weekend of release and returned them within 24 hours. Okay. Because um, I'm that, that bad at them. So, so just to add on to that, um, I don't know. I can't remember. We talked about this last week. I can't remember if Tyler's a big Souls fan. I fucking hate the Dark Souls games. Yeah. I hate them with a passion. Yeah. I like challenge. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy being challenged at certain parts during a game. Um, but I don't like being challenged constantly. And I, I hate anything that even remotely scares me, which is why I had to have somebody hold my hand through Dead Space 3 uh, because I played it in co-op. Um, oh. And and I wouldn't play. I refuse to play Dark Souls three without my friends carrying me through co op either. <laughs> so and the lights um, on in the middle of the day, with a kitten on your lap. A hundred percent. So I'm not interested. That's why I haven't bought it up. Uh, neither of you have played it this week. Um, no. I'm never gonna play it. No. Nope. And if people are gonna enjoy it, if it's your game, if it's your game, good for you. But I fucking hate it. Yep. Um, <laughs> I like so, challenge, but there's a difference between challenge and trying to jam a 55 gallon drum with your ass. The most challenging game I played, and I, and I did this because I wanted to do like a bunch of variety games and f play games that I've not played. And so I played Bayonetta a couple of months ago. Mm. I, that it was an interesting game. There's a lot of fan service um, in that game because it is a Japanese game, and I'm very thankful for that. And it made it a much pleasant experience because that game. Uh, tore a heart, uh, tore a hole through my heart. It was so difficult at some points, and I hated playing it. And it just went on and on and on, and I just couldn't do it anymore. So I'm not touching that series ever again. I'm not touching the Dark Souls series ever again. Uh, no <laughs> amount of no amount of ass could bring me back to any game series that that's like Bayonetta. Mm. No, there's an amount. No, there's an amount. There is definitely there's a just a lot. There's an amount. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, do you have a game series that that people tend to like, but you absolutely hate? Mm, anything World in Warcraft? In the, in the, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! That hurt emotionally. All right, physically and a little bit as a nerd. Okay, I don't know what you call that one, but I love World of Warcraft. Okay, played that since I was a wee lad, which was just yesterday. But. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think uh, most of the games generally have appeal. I'm trying to think of ones. Turn-based are ones that I get the interest in them, but I, it just so does like not. So, like, no command to conquer for you? Uh, like, uh, like, the only turn-based one I would say I've ever really played 
is Pokemon. Right. And then the only one that I would be interested in trying would be Fire Emblem. Gotcha. Right. Okay. But I've just never, like, it's never pulled me. Right. Um, and that was my thought, too, while uh, watching gameplay of Octopath uh, Traveler. Um, because I'm like, I, f I fucking, like, I don't like turn-based. They take too long. I hate turn-based. And then I'm like, wait, Pokemon's a turn-based game. Um, and then I downloaded the demo and I'm like, all right, this is not bad because it is faster paced. And that's what the difference is for me. Like, I don't like, and Eric, I think we've talked about this with, uh, when it comes to like BRs, I don't like slower paced games. I like yeah. games that allow me to be aggressive and are a little bit faster paced, like which Apex, is why you drive you Apex and versus, uh, yeah, no, I love that. I love that about Apex, but, totally. uh, you, you've enjoyed PUBG in your day and yeah. not, 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 not in your day. You're not ancient, but well, kind of. I was also yeah. gonna say, you know, you know, shut up, Ryan. I'll sit on you. Um, also, you know, you know what else Normally isn't turn-based, but you would still like it, Nicole? Yeah. Pokemon Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Are we dude. gonna do this? Are you downloading it out? Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Can you see it? Clean up. Don't do it. Don't. Oh no, he deleted Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is gone. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's just disrespectful, man. <laughs> to be fair, I don't even have it installed on my phone, so now we're closer together. But I mean, the moment I go on a vacation again, if I do end up going out to uh, Orlando this summer, I'll probably download it because it'll give me something to do uh, during oh, yeah. my downtime. stops in, in Disney. Yeah. You won't just yeah. like have friends to hang out with. That would just. Uh, what are those? <laughs> yeah. You think Wait, I get? Why out of am I house? here, dude? <laughs> Um, no. Not because of all that, all that dirt I have on you or anything, or all the blackmail. Those photos I took of you and that tiger, dude. I told you those were commissioned photos. You can't post that content per our agreement. Are. Yeah, <laughs> come on, dude. That is Instagram's exclusives. And you can find Ryan's Patreon on oh. Patreon.com. <laughs> I haven't built it yet. Calm down. Okay. I don't um, think he's kidding, Nicole. I really haven't. <laughs> is that when we're gonna see the tracer cosplay? Uh, I was, you know, I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I uh, officially announced this moment. At this moment that you're you're going to be cosplaying Tracer yeah. at if, PAX If it ever happens, that's where it'll show up. At dude. Guardian Con. Oh, at Guardian God. Con, Ryan's going to show up as a Tracer. I'm, right, this while is, he's this volunteering, is, hell nice. yeah. There is a more a likelihood more so at TwitchCon <laughs> than Guardian Con, okay, if any. All right. Great. Um, have to dress up like Reinhardt. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Please do. Back to the German sweaty man thing. Dude, just please swing that hammer. I mean, uh, what if you had to give me a character to dress up as from Overwatch? I can't think of anybody right now. Anna. Mercy? You? Yeah. Winston? <laughs> yeah. That's racist. I was, I'm still sticking with Anna, dude. Farah? A Farah? No, I want to play something old. That's just a younger Ana, dude. That's a younger Ana. <laughs> Go with Ana, man. What's wrong with her? All right. I love Ana so much. Um, okay. You can so make I think a Nerf gun into a sleep dart gun, dude. Just saying. <laughs> just saying, dude. With a Nerf gun just shooting people in the head. Bang! Yeah. You're healed. Live action sleep dart, dude. People would eat that shit up. Um, are there any games that you guys are excited about coming up later this year? Oh. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. Uh, question. I just hadn't thought farther than tomorrow, dude. Yeah. Same uh, here. <laughs> I was like, I'm playing Division now. I don't know what else was coming out. 
Okay, let me rephrase that question. Okay, you've said you don't know what's, what's coming out, but are there any games you're excited to play that are coming out as a non-streamer and games are excited to play on stream or even not necessarily new games? There's a, there is one asymmetric horror game that I've been waiting to come out for a while. That's 14 survivors and one killer. And it's in, it was in um, a GoFundMe for a while. And I can't think of the name of it. I'll, I'll Google it right now, but it's, it looks amazing. And I'm really looking forward to playing that when it comes out. So did you say 14 survivors and one killer? Yeah. Okay. Um, the only game that I can think of that's even close to that is Deceit. That's free on uh, Steam. No, it's called Hide or Die. Hide or Die. Yeah, Hide or Die. It's a large-scale asymmetrical horror game. Um, last, it was updated on May 19th on Kickstarter. They met, if not all of their... They pledged 155000 for it, and they met all of their stretch goals. And it's in the process of coming out. It's up to 16 players, so one killer, 15 survivors. Uh, retail price is 30 bucks. PC platform. Uh, looks like they're going to be launching it sometime this year, probably third or fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. Nice. Um, Ryan, do you have anything you're excited for um, on or off stream? I mean, I'm excited for uh, Elder Scrolls whenever that comes out. Does that one count? Can I still be, ex can I be excited? Sure, you can that? definitely be excited. Yeah. Like, I, like the yeah, same way I'm, I'm gonna, excited for I'm gonna, Cyberpunk 2077. Dude, I'm going to just keep it up. You know, keep up that hype. Okay. Honestly, yeah, I just don't know that many games, but in terms of like on or off streaming, like off streaming, probably, well, I don't know if I'll, it'll all be that, but getting back into Spider-Man when I do the DLC, right. Master, dude, that, that's right. like, yeah, uh, because you finally got around to doing the Spider-Man streams after months of promising for it to come out yeah, dude. and then you finally did it and it's a beautiful game. It dude. makes me like Spider-Man and God of War is two of the games that came out recently that made me wish that I have a PS4. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. It made those are two that made me glad I did. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, I guess Red Dead Redemption too. I don't know if I'll if or when or how I'll play it, but I've been meaning to, and the roommates have it lying around. Me, so and do that. Good yeah, I've, uh, I've never liked westerns. Red Dead Redemption was always like uh, was was always boring to me. Never appealed to me, and I will never touch them. Do you, um, do you like poker? Do you like blackjack? <laughs> so is this is this like? Uh, uh, if you enjoy trading card games, and so you pick up The Witcher Three and just play Gwent all day in the game, pretty much, <laughs> pretty fucking much. Yeah. Do you like dominoes? <laughs> um, there was a bunch of those mini games too with a lot of the Assassin's Creed games, and that was sometimes the better part of those games because Assassin's Creed Three was bad. Um, I never had fun with that game. Um, wow, dude, you just hurt that game's soul like that, dude. It had a fuck that game. Alright, I'm here for it. <laughs> Black that, was Flag little, was last... that was a little aggressive, but okay. Yeah, Black Flag was the last fun game, I, uh, fun one that I played. Um, I, I haven't touched Origin or Odyssey yet, and I intend to eventually. Um, mm -hmm. just, just because they look... They're, they're new games, essentially. right? They're not, a, they're not your typical Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm finally going to get to these releases. Uh, we, 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 we've uh, sidetracked. I'm trying to stretch enough. it out for you. Yeah, dude. No. <laughs> we didn't want you to be too early, you know. Then she's just gonna be disappointed. No, it's it's fine. You're just taking time away from my projects, and then you know, just makes it uh, harder for me to work throughout the night. It's okay. Don't worry about for, it. Proving your parents right, dude. Take it away from his bonding with the mice. Uh, they're gonna be. Somebody has to keep them warm. That's true. Diggity. <laughs> 
Um, so March 26th, we've got a lot of games coming out. We've got the Danganronpa trilogy. Uh, that's getting a, I believe it's a remaster or remake. Um, we've got that's coming out on PS4. Generation Zero, PS4, Xbox One, PC. I have never heard of this game. Neither have I. Uh, let me look it up. It sounds like a uh, game, though. It does sound like a game. It is a um, first-person shooter, um, and that's all I could find out about the game. And so we're going to move on. Um, we've got The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, Decisive Edition, coming on the PS4. Uh, this is a remake of one of those weeb games. Fucking weebs, dude. Um, coming from the man who just played Bayonetta. Go ahead. <laughs> MLB The Show 19, PS4. Um, I've never played... Have you Have you guys played a baseball game? No. Uh, no, I played Mario play Strikers and baseball. <laughs> Mario Strikers. Yeah, yeah, I, played, I played Wii Baseball once. I don't know if that <laughs> fucking counts. That yeah, counts. Yeah, back when I had a GameCube, I played more sports games. All right, but you know, it's it's been a sad day since the best system was around. You know, so right. Yeah, right. and television. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Nelke and the legendary legendary alchemist Ateliers of the New World comes out for the PS4, PC, and Nintendo Switch. That was a long title. And That's let's see a if, I, name. if I can Ooh, find dude. out anything about it. it. Looked like a really cute we, uh, weeb game. Um, I know nothing about it except for the fact that it was also on the Vita. So this is probably getting its uh, release on other consoles right now. Gotcha. Um, Outward which is, I think, what we were talking about, or maybe something else. It's coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, also on the 26th. Um, that is also a game. This is generally how we do <laughs> kind of like look through these games and see if there's anything that stands out, and a lot of the times there isn't, unless it's a big release. Outward looks like a survival game. Uh, co-op maybe survival check it game. Out. Maybe you will. Survival games seem to be your thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yoshi uh, crafted world, dude. I'm curious. Let him get there. <laughs> let me get there, Ryan. <laughs> Listen, I had to screw something up at least <laughs> once today. The show is almost over. This was my time. Okay. I, I mean, I was gonna give you a couple of minutes. Yeah. The people yourself. wanted Yoshi, dude. I had to give it to him. Um. Then we've got uh, what is this? The Princess Guide. Uh, Ryan's out. life book. Yes. Life book. PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Uh, the Prince's Guide is a uh, action RPG uh, developed by Nippon Ichi Software, um, I and I know this because Ooh. obviously I own the game. Um, Just waiting for you to put on a tiara. <laughs> Just waiting for it. And all those games so far mentioned are coming out on the twenty sixth. Uh, we've got Assassin's Creed Three Remastered coming out PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch on the 29th of March. The Nintendo Switch version comes out on the twenty first of March. Uh, Tropico 6, uh, Tropico 6 comes out PS4, Xbox One, PC, March 29th. Um, except the consoles, the consoles come out in the summer. Uh, we haven't had, we don't have a release date for that. What is Tropico? Uh, I feel like some of you will be able to tell me what Tropico Yeah, is. I can explain what Tropico is. Tropico is a world builder. Basically, you are building a world where you are the dictator and all of your decisions. Oh God, I just punched myself in the face. All of your decisions. Yeah, no, I hit my mic. Um, all of our, all of your decisions are to build up the city. It's like, it's like a sim city, but a okay. dictatorship instead of, you know, worrying about what works best for the city is what worked best for you. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so if you're into that, that's coming out soon guys. Um, and Ryan, mm -hmm. are you ready to tell me about Yoshi's crafted world? Oh yeah. It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fired. 
And this is the first and last time you'll ever hear from um, um, Ryan here. Um, well, I just knew the title, man, and I knew I was excited about it. And I knew it had great box art cover, dude. Okay. It box is coming cover. out on the 29th of March for the Nintendo Switch. Now, uh, this is probably one of our favorite uh, segments as we close up this day in gaming. And we, because we release our episodes on the Mondays, uh, we look at the, the day we're releasing in that Monday. So on this day, March 25th, uh, we've got a couple games here, uh, but you guys should have access to that link on the dock. Mm-hmm. So feel mm-hmm. free to just scroll through that list and uh, just shout out any that uh, stick out to you. Um, I mean, but I'll start going down from 2016. Uh, sorry. I was going to say the biggest one for me right there is Diablo 3. Like, I've put okay. thousands of hours into Diablo 3. Reversals. Like, I put thousands of hours in Diablo 2 as well. And the fact that they came out in 2014, it's 2015, it's a five-year-old game. Well, that was Reversal. Sorry, that's just the expansion. Yeah. Um, that was the expansion. Like, yeah, this is, it just makes me feel old. Real fucking old. Right. Um, we have a few on here that uh, Tyler actually helped me build. Um, and so, obviously, right at the top, we've got Hyrule Warriors Legends. It came out on 3DS in 2016. Um, Slither.io, that came out for the PC in 2016. Um, is this I, Is this anything like, uh, it was one of those other dot snakes. Is it snakes? Uh, yeah, but, it's snakes. Um, what was the other one called where you where you have like uh like you, you represented by little balls and then you go around eating other balls? Um, that was just your time in college. <laughs> snake. No, you know snake, snake and sli- snake and slither are the same thing where you okay. go around eating other you eat the, the circles, because I'm not gonna say balls. You eat yeah. the circles and you grow bigger and then you trap snakes inside of yourself and when they hit part of you you eat them and grow bigger too okay yeah so i'm thinking of the same thing then okay um so i came out 2016 yes. on pc um literally it is free to play so just go slither.io and you'll be yep. able to play that mm-hmm. uh diablo 3 as uh, i can mention reaper of souls that expansion came out in 2014 and probably the biggest one in this list well maybe not the biggest one depends on who you ask but warframe came out in 2015. yeah so i know so, that one yeah Ryan, you, you play warframe I played for a brief bit, dude. Like yeah. two weeks. Yeah, dude. Masterclass level four or whatever. Trying to become a Warframe partner was that was that the goal or no? No, 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 no. that was never going to happen. I knew that well in advance. Okay, I just trying to get partnered with some of the Warframe associates though, dude. Yeah, I was trying to get partnered with Erican mainly, dude. I'd I'd partner you, dude. You did not because we we quit playing, damn it, and it was not worth. I'm just kidding, but. No, I uh, for Warframe, I just really enjoyed playing with it. My first exposure was actually really at Guardian Con, like meeting mm-hmm. the people. And so mm-hmm. like I checked out the game after that and I was like, no, this is clearly like a well thought out and game that, you know, like has really robust systems that don't explain themselves well to new players at all. But um, which will forever be my criticism. But like it's it's as solid as it really gets for free to play. Um, and then especially for the type of game it is. So I've always uh, had an appreciation for it since I heard about it. Right. Um, for me, uh, this my main thing has always been, um, um, A, um, I agree with you there. It's, it's not easy for new players to get into. Um, and B, it's just the movement bothers me for some reason. I love how, um, how much freedom you have. Mm-hmm. But it also just like the, the the visual blur and how fast it can be and how disorienting it be sometimes, it really put me off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's I, just I, real I, fast. I just oh, yeah. wasn't able to get into Warframe. Yeah. Um, 
uh, but again, like the biggest hindrance, like maybe if I knew what the systems were and what I was doing, it might have made it easier. But because I knew absolutely nothing going into it, uh, it just made it hard. Yeah, that that is what I would say will will forever, or at least until they change it up, be their their biggest problem is like the barrier to entry. Because I think once people get in, they're in. Right. But like, you know, you getting them there at all is they make it harder on themselves. Yeah. Um, do we have any Final Fantasy players here? Not since seven, the best one ever. Okay, so you'd be able to tell us a little bit about Crisis Core, I hope. Fuck no. Okay, because I know nothing about the Final Fantasy series. So, uh, but this was a PSP game that came out in two thousand eight. Well, that's your first problem. Yeah, PSP. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, we. Hey. So we used to have three people. Uh, we used to be a team of three, um, and our third person before he left us um, was a staunch defender of the PS uh, Vita mm. and PSP. Um, now I'm glad yeah. to hear he left. <laughs> he he will he'll be turning in his uh, sleep when, when he hears anybody disrespecting the PSP or the PS Vita or the Wii yeah. U or the GameCube or anything dead, basically. Nice. <laughs> so he's a big fan of the Dreamcast. Yes. And the Famicom. Nice. Oh, I yeah. didn't even know that one existed, dude. I, I like the Famicom. <laughs> I, oh, I too like the Fap. What? 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 How did we derail there? So quick. Have you met uh, me? um and then uh the sims came out uh in 2003 on the gamecube and the original xbox um xbox og growing up uh that's how you know he's young (laughs) (laughs) xbox og dude that's what it says (laughs) it's just xbox man No I didn't OG. write this. Nikel did. Why are you calling not, me old? I didn't I'm do not, it. I said, did it. I said, that's how you know he's young. <laughs> and I was talking about Nikhil. Oh. An Xbox OG. Dang it, dude. All Just, right. Listen, I did mention Fine. that Tyler helped me finish this list. So it could oh, have very well been him. going to blame the guy who's not here. Can't because he can't defend himself. I like but... your style. I like your style. All right. So Sims came out for that. And then we've got our last one, Final Fantasy three. Yeah, uh, I was going to say about The Sims, that was the game that, um, uh, well, at least me growing up, was considered the girl game. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's the game that girls play. Not like, you know, so we you play. So a lot of it. No, I, no not, not this girl <laughs> game. It's not the girl game I touched, but I played a lot of... Um, this was not the girl game you touched? <laughs> listen, Ooh, I do not I listen. video game listen. relations. Listen. When Club uh, Penguin was officially shut down, I cried. Dude, what about Neopets, okay? Neopets are still going. No, I know, but like when you lost... Wait, why do I know that? Next, yeah, why do you know that? <laughs> shut uh, up. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, Final <laughs> Fan- and, and as Eric mentioned, Final Fantasy 3 came out in 1999, and that's probably a big hitter for some people, Ben. But but we're done. We, oh. we somehow made it through an episode, for the hey, most part. Too little um, Let's go. All right, so this is where you guys get to get to. Um, Plug. Uh, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna find a more sexual uh, euphemism. Plugging um, isn't sexual. Not enough. Not sexual enough. Slide. Um, this is where you get to stroke your own cock on stream. Um, wow. Is, uh, yeah. Explicit. Hold on. Let me stand yeah. up. <laughs> oh God, no! I'm blind. Um, <laughs> Brian, where can we find you? What are you doing? Anything you want to tell us about? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, yeah. So I, I mean, my social media on all the platforms is at a bit too lethal, uh, which the, the two is grammatically correct there. Always an important one to say. Um, but then, you know, doing the streaming thing, there's also a blog, a bit too wordy.com, which is uh, exactly what you think it would be, which is too many words. Uh, but those are the things and those are the places you can probably best find me outside of stalking the kill, asking him to play ranked with me as my support. Yeah, because um, I used to be a Mercy main and um, that's all I'm that's all I'm known for, a heal slut, but I don't do it, that anymore. It's so. a very valuable role and he does it for me. Don't let him tell you otherwise. <laughs> um, I'll the heal slut for you. Ooh! I mean, we can, we can arrange something right after this finishes. Nice. Oh, okay, go on. Okay, uh, Brian, yes. where can we find you online on the interwebs? You can find me at Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Erican. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Erican, A-R-R-I-C-A-N if you're curious. Um, and that's mostly where you're going to find me right now. I'm playing a lot of Twitch uh, lately, been playing a lot of Division 2. Probably going to go back to some of my other games, try to build up some more viewership and, and then force them to watch me play Division. But that's about it. That's really all I got going on until I find work. And then you'll probably see me a little less, but not too much. All right. Um, and to fill in for Tyler, because he's not here, you can find him online at 2 times Tyler um, on Twitter. Uh, he doesn't have an Instagram because he's, he's too old for that. Uh, but not as, uh, but you know, Eric is younger because he has an Instagram. Uh, so emotionally younger that. emotionally younger mentally younger maybe um you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash lr warrior 11 as soon as school's done i'm gonna have some sort of schedule again and i can't wait i miss it i really do um you can also find me on twitter and instagram at lr warrior 11 uh you can find the show at master quest pod on twitter um we are also on instagram and still working on that school's been taking away from me from finishing up that instagram but it is going to go uh, we're, I'm going to be posting stuff there soon. So that's at Casual Master Quest. Um, and you can also email us any questions, comments, concerns. You want to say hi, you want to hang out, make lunch plans. Uh, because I am, I need friends. Um, unfortunately. Critiques. Tell us how horrible critiques. we were as guests. Um, definitely, um, definitely that part. Casualmasterquest at gmail.com. Um, all right. Any any last words? Anything uh, you guys wanted to throw in before? <laughs> uh, I was just gonna go with that. Thank you again for having us, or at least me. You know, I, I just oh, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he was all right, but he's got a B on the front of his Ryan name, and it's just kind of weird. So. Uh, well, you know, at least Brian is spelled correctly with the Y. Yeah. But no, also thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, um, and I'm glad to know that you you don't have a height requirement to be here. Um, yeah, no, we we're, <laughs> we're uh, we don't discriminate against height. Um, usually, usually. Um, Usually, I, 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 we made an exception today. Yeah, you're just making that joke because you're like basically the same height as me. But Eric can made it funny. All right, don't lie. <laughs> All right, we met I'm, in person. Listen, I'm taller than you. Yeah, but like your personality makes you shorter. So like, calm Ooh. down. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, you a little man. I, I, I am. I'm, 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 I am the youngest one here, so I'm gonna you take are no that. No nipple having little man. <laughs> There he has no nipples. I'm sorry, that one just came to me and it had to be said. Okay. No, it was my pleasure having you guys on. Thank you for being uh, flexible and willing to jump on uh, in my in my like kind of like last minute kind of planning. We'll have um, to jump on you at the last minute. Oh yes, Daddy. Um, that being said, right before we uh, close off here, um, uh, honorary guild member Brandon. Uh, Brandon's been helping us a little bit with the show. He's guested a few times. He is Tyler's best friend. Um, today's his birthday. Uh, that, that is Monday specifically. Happy birthday, Happy Brandon! Birthday, man. Um, I hope you guys make it made it through the weekend okay. Um, have have a good upcoming year, dude. 
Um, but otherwise, that was episode 44. Thank you very much for listening. That was Ryan. That was uh, Ryan, aka a bit too lethal on the internet. That was Brian, aka Eric on the internet. And I'm Yay. Nick, Eller Warrior. Uh, you can find us on all of those things. And don't forget to never stop the grind. Bye. 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 Intro to the podcast titled Casual Master Quest was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelries Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com forward slash Revelries Music or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 4.0.